take my trouble down I can't carry it no more Throw that trouble down the mountain I Cause trouble weighed me down Oh, it weighed me down Trouble weighed me down so long Abby Gardner, Down the Mountain, that's from her new CD, Dobro Singer, just released this past Friday, and Abby Gardner is on the line. Hi, Abby. Hi, good to see you. Good to be with you, Michael. You too. You too. <laughs> now, uh, congratulations. I just love the CD. Uh, and And it's so unusual because it's you doing Dobro. It's a solo album, just you and the instrument. Is, is this a first for you? Yeah, it is. It's something I've been working on for a long time. And, and I've, I've broken away in my, in my show sometimes to just do that. But um, I, I really wanted a whole record of just Dobro and voice with no... You know, no fixes, no overdubs, no no tricks. And that's your song, Down the Mountain, is one of your songs. Yes. And it kicks off your new album, Dobro Singer. When you said you like to do uh, some solo stuff during your concerts, are you referring to c- concerts with a band? Well, um, a lot of times I'll go out uh, touring with a guitar player or with my husband on bass, and sometimes I'll just have everyone off the stage and just play just dobro and voice and you know it's gradually becoming kind of how i do all my shows so um you know my my guitar player moved off to nashville and uh people get busy and i just i like to see what i can do just myself i'm I'm just gonna throw it get rid of the red molly thing but is that is that band still together yeah yeah we're still together we're not touring um you know complications of the last couple years have had a lot of things to do with it but um we're still very much in touch and and talk about music all the time and that kind of thing so uh we'll see abby gardner was one of the three women of red molly actually you still are one of the three women yeah. of <laughs> yeah. red molly but your new album you say that the circumstances this last few years it's a solo album the fact that it's solo did COVID have anything to do with that um, you would think, but it just kind of gave me the time to do it. This is an album I wanted to do before I made my last record, but I wasn't technically able to yet. And that group of songs from my last record, um, which is on a neon sign is that last record. It just lended itself more to a full band kind of production. So I needed to work up the arrangements so that they would hold up. That's what I find so fascinating about the CD is that it is just the solo dobro, but it sounds like a full band. Yay! Oh, good. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> you never know until you put these things out. Is, is this a, a, a sound you hear in your head? How, how do you come up with these sounds? Well, I got to say, I had uh, a lot of influence from Kelly Joe Phelps. I don't know if you know him, but uh, great, great lap style guitar player. Um, a little bit of a different style, I would say, but I've... I've really always been a fan of his, his especially his early records, which are kind of like this, just, you know, you can hear his foot stomping in the background and you can hear him, you know, every breath and every creak of his chair. And I just love that kind of stuff. It's just so genuine. So um, I I don't claim to be anywhere close to Kelly Joe Phelps uh, abilities, but I wanted to see what I could do. Are there, are you representing a new generation of Dobro players? 
I hope so. I mean, I've heard people say you can't play and sing at the same time or that you shouldn't be playing rhythm on dobro. And I've heard all sorts of crazy things um, that uh, every time I hear something like that, like, oh, you shouldn't play three notes on the same string in a row. I've, I've heard all these crazy rules that people come up with. And uh, every time I hear one, I, I want to prove it wrong. <laughs> Are, have a little are, are these, <laughs> that way. Are these rules like bluegrass rules? Where do these rules come from? Oh, various people over the years, I would say. You know, you get enough people that um, claim to be experts on something and they, they start taking a stand. I'm sure I've done the same thing where you, you shouldn't do this, you should do this. And, you know, <laughs> that's when I want to change it. But uh, I, I really do hope to show people what they could do with the dobro. And because I think there's people, you know, light years beyond me as far as playing um that can take it even further uh well down the mountain that was a that was a blues tune yeah it's kind of bluesy roots well let's play another song from your new album abby abby gardner's okay. online a dobro singer uh, it's kind of a takeoff of singer songwriter or yeah okay so. exactly yeah so you not only are singer songwriter but instead of guitar it's the dobro Right. Yeah. Always in singer songwriter, you don't, it's kind of implied that there's a guitar player, but they're not focused on the guitar. You know, it's kind of just strummy. And this time I was like, well, I'm going to put the focus on the dobro because it's a little more, you know, it's more of a lead instrument in this case. This isn't a blues tomb. Tell me about three quarter time. Oh, yeah. I just, I have this love for waltzes. I think they're so romantic and just sentimental. Um, and I've always had in the back of my head, like, oh, my heart beats in three quarter time, you know, this, <laughs> you know, is this a newer song? Um, it's not that new, actually. I wrote it. Oh, I can't remember what year I wrote it in, but it took me a long time to get the arrangement right and to get it um, something I could play in uh, on dobro by myself, you know, have it be steady enough. Um, the rhythm is really what I, what I worked on a lot for that song. And, uh, but I, I don't know. I just, I like it. <laughs> well, let's listen to Abby Gardner from her new album, Dobro Singer. Here's three quarter time. my 
Three-quarter time, Abby Gardner. That's so sweet. Was was that for your husband? Um, it's a hint, you know, sometimes. Like, can we just dance around? A He's not much of a dancer, but I think that's even cuter sometimes when guys try. <laughs> <laughs> Abby Gardner on the line. Her new album is called Dobro Singer. We just listened to three-quarter time. Your website says that you're trying to push the boundaries and trying to bring innovation to the dobro. Are you pushing the boundaries? Um, I sometimes I am and sometimes I just I I just try not to think about those invisible lines of, of like dobros for bluegrass. It's blues or bluegrass or country. You know, I don't I don't I guess there's part of me that's just kind of um scatterbrained and I, I like to do all the things <laughs> I don't like to um maybe it's a lack of focus but also maybe it's just you know all kinds of music I don't know anybody who listens to only one kind of music so that's kind of how I I free myself of of that stuff when I'm writing songs and then if I think you know if I if I want to record a song I figure I could play it on dobro why not if people can play songs on banjo I mean <laughs> <laughs> and, and dobro's the correct term it was is a, a lap style resonator guitar that's gen, the yeah. generic term but the that's the yeah that's the more um like technical term resonator guitar it's it's technically a resonator that hubcap looking thing that resonates the sound out dobro is more of a brand name um and it's more you know like when you when you think of adhesive bandage versus band-aid how did you first get exposed to what well, how did you and why did you choose the dobro? Yeah, well, I grew up going to bluegrass festivals as a kid, uh, not playing the music, just running around, you know, having the freedom of a kid at a festival. And uh, that's, you know, I grew up listening to Mike Aldridge and Jerry Douglas and all the great dobro players. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a long, twisted story, but after I got out of college and I was playing guitar, but I was having problem, problems with my wrist from tendonitis from the 
awkward position of your left hand when you play guitar. I was watching Derry Douglas and I was thinking like, oh yeah, a little wrist extension um, or even just like a neutral wrist because I, I had gone to college for, um, for occupational therapy and I studied a lot about anatomy and kinesiology. So I knew like the position of his hand was so much easier on his fingers and um, then, then guitar. So I was thinking, Hey, that could work for me. And I love the sound of that, but also, you know, listening to um, all the great blues slide players and mixed with like Bonnie Raitt singing and playing slide. And this all kind of mixed up in my head when I, uh, in 2004 is when I, I first bought a Dobro and started. So you were a occupation therapist when you decided to become a musician? I was always a musician growing up. I, I played classical music no, I growing see. up. And uh, I did audition for music school, but I didn't get in because, you know, classical music was a little more perfect. They were looking for more perfection than I <laughs> can really do. It's not my strong point. But uh, what instrument? Yeah. What, what was your instrument? Flute. Oh, wow. That's quite a change. Yeah. Did it? Yeah. It isn't. It isn't. I mean, it's a very uh, melodic um, instrument, kind of a singing sort of instrument. So it, it, there is a through line between it because I played flute and then I started singing and then Dobro has this like melodic sense to it way more than guitar. So I, I really, I never did solos on guitar. I never did really single note stuff. So once I got to the Dobros, I really felt things open up for me. I'm trying to wrap my head around those lost years that you did as a occupational therapist. And, <laughs> and uh, I, I'm sure that the, the career as a dobro singer is, is not what you had planned when you were playing classical music. No, no, not at all. I think it's, it's more freeing, though, I think. I, I was picturing myself being in an orchestra, but... Um, this is great because even my own songs, when I play them on stage, if something that you might consider a mistake, something unexpected happens, it's not necessarily a mistake. It's just, it kind of, um, it interests me and it, I, I kind of follow it like, Oh, that, you know, I went to the wrong verse there. I guess like maybe I should make up some different words, you know, or, or just see what happens. That's the advantage of playing solo. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm not throwing off a band. <laughs> uh, Abby Gardner's on the line. Her new album is called Dobro Singer, and it, uh, the official release was just this past Friday. Uh, and uh, Well, let me play another song and ask you some more questions about it. Honky Tonk song is, is a fun song. Do you play in a honky tonk band? I don't. That's kind of just a fascination <laughs> it, it's, it sounds a lot like I'm listening to it. it sounds a little bit like uh, like Hank Williams. Does that have some mm -hmm. influence there? Oh yeah, I love Hank Williams. I, I just I can't get enough of his songwriting and uh, the style and how timeless it is. Here's here's Abby Gardner with Honky Tonk Song. I need a honky tonk song. I need a honky tonk song. So I can two-step my blues away Give me a steel guitar And a dusty old bar I won't be crying long with my honky-tonk song I can't pay the bills without a decent job I can't get a job without some good shoes But I can't get the shoes without paying 
so what am I supposed to do? Trouble weighs me down like a two-ton truck when I sit still for too long. That country sound makes me dance around. I'm light as air and nothing's wrong with my honky-tonk song. Yeah, my honky-tonk song. I'm gonna two-step these blues away. Give me a steel guitar and a dusty old bar. I won't be crying long with my honky-tonk song. Yeah, I ain't a real traditional gal. I can change my oil and my tires. I like a new dance partner with every song so I can set the woods on fire. <laughs> that man ain't good for talking to. He tends to be a bore. But he looks pretty cute in his Wrangler jeans and the Stetson that he wore on the dance floor for my honky-tonk song. Honky Tonk Song, Abby Gardner. Her new album is called Dobro Singer, just released this past Friday. Have you met any of your heroes, the Dobro players you mentioned, like uh, Jerry Douglas or Mike Aldridge? Definitely. I met Mike Aldridge while I was playing a Mike Aldridge model Dobro out um, in a music store on on Staten Island uh, that is now closed. But I, I couldn't believe it. I was sitting there playing it, and the owner comes running into me like, Mike's here <laughs> and he walks in and I was just I was kind of a beginner player when I met him and he was such a gentleman he sat down and he played with me for for like an hour we just played in the store and you know the owner was just out of his out of his skin taking pictures and everything <laughs> and, um yeah and then down at there's an annual gathering down in Nashville called the, called the Rezo Summit um, it's an instructional camp, but it's also like a gathering of all the great Dobro players to come to teach. And um, I got in kind of early on that, just being a singer and helping out in the classes where they would teach people how to back up a singer. So it was kind of my way to weasel in um, to that that whole scene um, early on when I was still very much a beginner. But I got to sit next to Mike Aldridge and have him back me up as I sang and feel that um, one-on-one. 
in front of, you know, a whole group of students. And the same thing with Cindy Cashdollar and uh, Rob Ikes, who, who runs the whole thing, and as well as Andy Hall and Mike Witcher. And I met all these Dober players who are just really big heroes to me. Now I see on the internet you're now teaching as well. You have it's called the woodshed. Yeah, the woodshed. I have a little green shed in my backyard, and I I started making YouTube videos, um, mostly to to bring people into the dobro in a way that feels fun and a little easier. Um, some of those great players that I mentioned, they're just so light years beyond. They're they're geniuses. You know, it's hard to imagine that you could play like that ever and how do you get from not knowing anything up to that and i i felt like i wanted to give people more of an introduction to dobro that they could have some success and and feel uh feel good about what they're playing right away and gradually learn all the technical stuff but but do it in a in a gradual way and they're very some of them are very short videos which i mean i don't play dobro so i and i but i like watching them it's oh good <laughs> You break it yeah, down. Yeah, they're a little off the cuff. Yeah. They're, they're, um, there's always like, you know, motorcycles going by. It's outside, so I don't know why I decided that. But it, it does keep me um, keep me honest and down to earth. Was that uh, a, a result of COVID? Yeah, I was home more, and I was just looking for kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what would stick. I decided, hey, I'm, I'm going to make a lesson for this just for fun. And see if anybody liked it and they seem to like it and they're asking for different you know now they have different questions and uh i i had to stop for the winter because it was just too cold here they go outside. And, yeah i i need to set up a studio inside here is here is in new york correct um right outside of new york i'm in jersey city oh, okay uh yeah. so is the woodshed something you plan to continue is or more directly is does it provide any income um, just a tiny bit. Generally, people will send me a tip if they feel like they got something out of it. So it's sort of crowdsourced that way. And there's a, a tiny bit of like ad income that comes from like the little the little skippable ads in the beginning. Um, I know they're annoying, but it does help me to kind of keep going on it. Your new album, uh, Dobro Singer, Abby Gardner, I'm talking to Abby Gardner, you credit uh Patreon and GoFundMe. Was that hard for you to create a new system, basically? Um, Patreon was fantastic, actually. I probably wouldn't have done it if it wasn't for the pandemic. I had friends who were already on Patreon, and they kept telling me to get on it, and it's great, and it's rewarding, and I, I was thinking, oh, it's just more homework. But, you know, to post every week and give them something creative. But it turned into something great. I have such a nice relationship with the people that support me there. Um, every week, I just try to remind myself of like, oh, they're here to see the process. The behind the scenes, I can, I can share with them a new song that I'm not sure about, or I can uh, give them a tour of my studio, or any, any of this stuff that maybe I wouldn't even think that is interesting, you know, like verses that I cut out of songs or things like that. Uh, it's it's really fun to share it with them because sometimes they're just, you know, they, they like seeing all that stuff and they feel more connected to me. And it's sort of, you would think, oh, you, you could just do that on Facebook or social media. But this is a more curated thing where I can put stuff out and I know these people support me 
and I know that they're not going to turn around and like sell my tracks themselves or, you know, it's, it's a little bit more protected and, um, sanctioned Patreon itself. The company really supports everything too. And they make it, they make it easy for me. But to, to someone as ill-informed as I am, uh, you, someone pays a monthly uh, uh, fee for a patron to be a fan of yours? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, uh, the lowest on my system is $3 a month. So it's really, you know, it's it's less than a coffee for sure, <laughs> especially these fancy coffees. Even Dunkin' Donuts now is like $3. But um, yeah, it's about $3 a month and uh, they get private concerts and they get, you know, they also just get this the knowing that they're supporting what I'm doing. Does this um, mean you don't have to go on the road anymore? No, not at all. It's not that much income. It's just enough to kind of take the edge off and, and make me not panic and um, start waiting tables. I see. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, well, how, how did COVID affect you? Are you still able that, that obviously we, we found out you, you do your YouTube videos now and Patreon, uh, mm -hmm. is, is helped you, but, uh, how have you changed? Well, I feel like the whole business has changed. I used to, my main source of income used to be doing gigs and selling CDs at the gigs. And now um, the gigs, I've just started going back out doing uh, split shows or opening gigs, um, kind of getting myself back in there. And it's really, uh, it's sort of a break even deal right now. It's it's pretty hard, you know. The the gigs I do are it's a twelve hour day with all the travel and sound check and getting back home, and, um, so that kind of seems like uh, the cherry on top, and all the other stuff is the work. It's really interesting. It's completely flipped on its head. What what's your next gig? Um, that's a good question. Uh, do, you, do you have a manager, an agent, and uh, all that type stuff? I, well, I used to. <laughs> you know, agents and managers had a tough time during the pandemic. There's no way for them to make money. Um, you know, a booking agent, if you can't book a show, you can't make money. So uh, I, my agent got another job. And I haven't gotten a new one yet because, you know, the reality of touring is it's way more expensive and it pays less. So until I can give somebody uh, a reason, you know, if they can make some money off of me, then they'll want to do it. But it's it's pretty tough right now. Um, I know I have a CD release show in New York City in June um, at the Rockwood Music Hall. And then um, I'm doing various teaching gigs. I'm going to Nashville. That's all in June. So the CD release show on the, the summer solstice, June 21st. And then I'm playing um, a songwriter in the round show in Nashville, and then also uh, a dobro camp in Nashville. So I'll be teaching in June. I'm teaching, I think, every month this summer at, at a different dobro camp. Abby Gardner is on the line. Her new CD, Dobro Singer, just released this past Friday. I'm going to finish up with When We Were Kids. Is this factual? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, actually, it, it is my, you know, when you have something traumatic happen when you're a kid, um, it's interesting to try to break that down later on and see what was your emotional reaction instead of the other person's emotional reaction. So um, I had a lot of stuff happen in my family, but 
I was so focused on like, oh, making sure that they were okay, that it took me a long time to process, you know, how did that affect me on all of those levels? So um, this is a song I wrote when I was trying to write something completely different and this came out and I just, I had to go with it, you know? Um, so, so yeah, this is. Abby Gardner, thank you so much for taking time to talking to us. Yeah, thanks, Michael. Do you remember back when we were kids? When you found more trouble than I could fix? One demon in your ear and another on your lips That was back when we were kids I started having recurring dreams Where you'd grow so tall and no one else could see it And I ran around begging for the help you needed As you fell I'd wake up in the hallway Yes. Mm-hmm. 